What's up, Podcast Nation? Bryn here and... Drew, how's it going, guys? We're back with the Mad Hopper. Um, it is February 1st. Yes. Wow. January, one month in the books. And it felt like two years. It felt like two years. That's right. For, for Drew. Why did it feel like two years? I, uh, because I haven't drank in uh, coming up on four weeks. Wow. I also haven't eaten grains or dairy or soy. It hasn't just been like a, I got to get on the wagon. Thing. You're doing one of those fad diets. Uh, however, I am officially done. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> I, am, I, I, got to, I got to smell and that's about it, the Geo Bunny. <laughs> From a couple of weeks ago from Nod Hill, and tonight I went to the liquor store, and I felt like a kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> Although I only left there with two four-packs. That's uh, right. You had I, some restraint. I did. I, I had some restraint, and <laughs> yeah, I had some restraint. Either way, the beer is delicious. Well, it's good and to it's, have you back. It's good to be back. It's yes. It's good to be back. I kind of felt like, you know, the government was shut down. They were trying to shut down beer sales in Connecticut out of the brewery. So, you know, it's uh, I'm glad you're back, and you'll keep the economy running. Keep it rolling. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I come back, and they supposedly withdraw it. You know, it's also, that's the funny thing. That's one of the things I want to talk about is, is there's now – this discussion just so we have more detail this week than we did last time when we talked yeah about it. yeah so essentially um for all of the fellow morons i talk about myself people <laughs> so don't take that offensive uh, offense to that but what the what the statute or the the rule or yeah. the order whatever it is yeah, that they were they're trying, trying to, to put in place basically says if you're a connecticut brewery you can either choose to only sell cans or to go beer growlers or cans yeah or you can serve beer to be consumed on the premises and that's it not in a canned fashion so if i went down to nod hill and i wanted to have you know let's say a um an ace of uh wands and then i wanted a four pack of geo bunny to go i couldn't do that that's you what they were trying to shut what, down what they're trying to say is we want you to either do one or the other and i think um the way it seemed was that not not even like uh, it's going to be this way. It's going to be either you can choose to do one or you can choose to do the other. That seemed to be the way it was, but it, it was very foggy. Yeah. Um, but either way, I I don't know that I don't one I don't think it would pass um, in the state because there's so much uproar and there's such a you know the breweries make their money by people coming down and tasting yeah and then saying wow this is good i want to take some home yeah pick some up um, i mean I, I feel like and we, we've chatted about this before in one of the podcasts but it's all about creating that experience where people want to come and hang out right they want to come there they want to hang out they want to have a drink and then you can pick up beer it's kind of how you get into it you're like hey i really like this one i'll stop over next time i'm passing by or i'll take some home with me right now right and there i felt like it doesn't, and, and Connecticut even has become, you know, a, 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 I won't call it the mecca of craft beer, but it's become kind of a mini mecca. It's an right? up and coming. It's an up and coming, right? Especially with New England IPAs and, and all that. I, I feel like, why would you want to try to stop that? The amount of money they're producing for Connecticut is crazy. The thing, the thing I think is, I, I believe that, and whether this is wants to be looked at as, I'm the conspiracy guy, right? Of course. So, whether you want to call this a conspiracy or not, or just um, putting two and two together, when you have the market of breweries selling their own stuff, yeah, especially smaller breweries that aren't looking to go to mass distribution, yeah, you know, 
when you do find their stuff in a liquor store, generally the liquor store has bought it from them at not really a discounted rate just because they want to put them on the shelves to yeah. offer that. Right. Why are they doing that? They're doing that so people don't have to go to the brewery because they want to retain business. Right. So I'm, it, it makes you wonder if, if not necessarily the mom and pop stores, but like the Bev Maxes and and the bigger liquor yeah. store chain type people yep. are not lobbying for it, but certainly for it because it's hurting their business. Sure, to degree. absolutely. Now it's not like you know they still have the whole aspect of wine and liquor. Yeah, um, and certainly in this region of the country, it's not like you have to worry about a bunch of wineries yeah. putting a liquor store out of business. But I, I have to believe that there's some sort of um, you know, lobbying-ish kind of connection. There's some big supporter of the local politicians that, that is know, involved would, in yes. in a in a bigger macro liquor store. Yeah. that doesn't want his pocket hurt <laughs> by people saying, oh, "I could just go to the brewery. Why would I come buy the beer from you?" Right. Exactly. So Someone's getting injured. I, I have to imagine that there's something there. I don't know the details, yeah. but that's the big to do. And and currently. In the town we're in here, we have a representative for the state that lives in town. Yep. Uh, seems quite active in the social scene of the town and whatnot. Yep. And people have said that it's the, the, the proposal's been withdrawn. He's saying it's still there, but it's probably going to get withdrawn. So in the next couple of weeks, I think we'll know more about what the final outcome is of it. But yeah. as of right now, I, that is the threat to the breweries in the state of Connecticut. Big news, the kind of big shaking for Connecticut breweries. Yeah, and I mean it's it's funny too because as the consumer, at the end of the day, we're gonna get the beer one yeah. way or another, right? <laughs> so it's hard because, like, I don't I don't care. I, right. I do care. Right. Like I love the fact that I can go down and not have a beer and then leave with a beer. Right. And I, you know, knowing Dave and the guys that work there, I want to go buy the four pack from yeah, there. Yeah. Exactly. You know, out of convenience, while I sometimes get it somewhere else. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um. But at the end of the day, I, I if I want to drink Not Hill, I'll be able to do it in my house or at the brewery. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. Um, and the government shutdown is uh, has ended, at least temporarily. So we can now print, uh, craft uh, brewers can now print their labels. So they can get out all of the stock that they've been and having then, to hold on yeah. to. <laughs> so it's interesting. I, I, I believe it was... Um, I believe it was um, Thimble Island produced a government shutdown um, can, right? So they were like, hey, we can't produce any labels. So this is a can you can come and you can drink and you can have these. No label. It's yeah, just it was a no blend, label. Just right, exactly. Can. And it was like, you know, 50% off for government employees or something. So I kind of like that playing into, uh, you know, what's Use it, use right it to make some money. Yeah, use it to yeah, your advantage. A great, a, great, a great marketing ploy by that. So. That's very. Uh... Lagunitas used to do that, right? Like they used to. Oh, really? To, well, yeah. I mean, I feel like they just had their label and creative names mm. were very much like, a, you know, just like like New England Brewing when they came back out with Gbot after the Gandhi Bot. Oh yeah. You know, Did we turmoil. have this discussion? I can't I, remember we, if we, we talked about this I, on the I podcast. I think I just explained the cans, but the yeah. whole point of it was. You know, it was kind of like a quiet, like, go, yeah. go screw. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, we're not going to say it, but we're going to insinuate it, and there's no way you're not going to get that, <laughs> that, that understanding that, that we're not going anywhere, you yeah. know, whatever the case is. 
So yeah. that, that's neat that Thimble did that. I yeah, think that's that, really cool. That was fun. Um, what else is in beer news? So there's something big taking place in Boston, right? What's going extreme on? Extreme right Beer Fest is going on as we speak. Have you been to an Extreme Beer Fest before? I've been to beer festivals before. I've never been to Extreme Beer Fest. Extreme okay. Beer Fest is kind of like the the Grammys of the beer world. As uh, far as I, you know, now I don't know if it still is. Yeah. I, I know that at one time it was very much a. Uh, you know, I don't know how it how it works with the smaller now Vermont crowd, right? Like, yeah. But for a while, that's where you know, ten years ago, five years ago, maybe more than five, but not quite ten. You had Dogfish going there, and you had Sam Adams there. Yeah. You had a lot of the big players that, you know, we're gonna have our new release. We're gonna do it at Beer Fest. Yeah. And, and you know, I, uh, I it's not my scene. Yeah. Uh, they're fun. Yeah. It's certainly not my scene at 37. Yeah. At 22. Maybe. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I'm sure they were, you know, these festivals, and then they they still are a big thing, obviously. You know, we went, went um, up to one in Danbury uh, not too long ago. But I'm sure when you had releases and you need to get distribution, it was unlike today where you have social media um, you know, you're, you're able hitting to a large a large market in one in exactly one, shot. one shot and a large market of people that are there for that. Yes, exactly. it's not like you're you have a beer tent at a carnival, you know, or a state fair. People are there to trek you're out not, and drink yeah, beer. You're going there because it's your that's your interest. Do you think distributors and other people are there as well? Is it just the, see, the end consumer that go to these festivals? I don't know if it's you see it's weird because when you put festival as a you know this one is is. Extreme Beer Fest. Yeah. It's not short for festival. Yeah. Um, it might have been at one point. Yeah. Um, I think when you when you use the word festival, you're you're now like, oh, is there is there live music? Is there rides? Yeah, like, it's like an experience. I, I don't know. I, I would be talking out of turn, but I would assume that distributors might be there in attempts to pick up some more clients, yeah. being breweries. Or you might get anything from you know, the technology side of the beer brewing industry that might be there with new products to right. try to, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, you go to a gun show, you're going to see just guns, but you can also see equipment to work with guns. Yeah. So I, logic tells me if you're going to Extreme Beer Fest, not only are you there for the beer awards of like, you know, your best stouts and all that stuff, yeah. I'm sure beer advocates there. Yep. Right. Um, and I have to imagine that everything in relation to beer Probably has somebody, if not something. Yeah, there. yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that would just seem to make sense to me. Uh, yeah. They probably have a whole home brewing. I imagine people that are interested might get information. So or... I'm so surprised by the amount of people that are interested in home brewing. We've had a whole conversation, and we'll have to dedicate a show to this because obviously I'm interested in it. Not because I want to be a brewery. I want to drink my own. There's so many great beers to drink. I don't need to be making my own. I'm more interested just in the art of it. The right? process. What goes into it, well, right? When we're, when you're talking about this, and I think it just gives you a better appreciation. It's like anything. Like if you you know take up the guitar for a few minutes and you begin to learn how to play the guitar, you have such a greater appreciation for someone like Dave Matthews, right? That can you're like wow, because I know how friggin' hard it is. Well, and that's, to do that, that's, right? That's the double edged sword that comes with with doing anything in in that regard, where. One of the you you just touched on. I used to brew at home quite a bit. I stopped brewing at home quite a bit because, as much as the process was still a fun process, the end product for the effort put in and the 
atmosphere in which I had to brew yeah. outweighed the product I came out with at the yeah, end. Exactly. It wasn't bad, right. but it was like, if I'm going to put all what this effort, effort in <laughs> on a flat top stove where I'm washing my carboys out in the tub because right. I don't have a muck sink, like, you know, brewing is, uh, is a lot of fun. And it definitely, it's one of those things where when you start brewing, just like when you start playing guitar or any instrument, you suck at it. Right. Right. So you right off the bat, you gain a whole different respect. And then when you are drinking a good beer like this, not hell or whatever we're going to be drinking next, your your appreciation for what you're sipping on and how they made it happen is that much greater. Yeah. You're like, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I should never brew again. Right. Because I, I suck compared right. to this. I, you know, um, it's a different if it's a different league. It's like it's like going to the batting cages and then getting in front of Nolan Ryan. Right, you're, exactly. You're, 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 you're two different worlds. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I, I was yeah, so I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, you know kind of homebrew kits, and I even saw some pictures of them um, giving out bags of hops. So I'm sure those are people who sell into homebrewers, etc. But it is a great you know kind of as you mentioned, it's, it's something it's something fun to do. It's social, right? And that's what drinking and we've talked about this quite a while. You know, drinking is something that you do together with friends and you hang out. And so is brewing. I think I think the thing about Extreme Beer Fest that seems like a great idea to a lot in the beginning but then you learn kind of like ooh, i didn't think about that is you know let's say they have 80 breweries there right you know and it's a two-day event if you break it in half yeah you're doing 40 tasters oh, each yeah. day that that the people don't it's, it's like doing a tasting menu yeah. when you eat food like people are like oh it's just a tiny bit you have eight courses of a tiny bit at the end of it you're like yeah, dude you're i stuffed. can't eat anymore yeah so that whole idea, I, I don't like that avenue to, to experience beer in. Where I would go to an extreme beer fest is if it was wrapped around like something. If it was like, hey, I'm going to be in Boston that weekend. Yeah. Let's spend the afternoon. I know these, you know, out of all the breweries there, there's I'm, these five that are there. I really want to really check, go check those out. Yeah. But do you want to check out five breweries for 65 bucks? Yeah, exactly. You know, at the same time. So it's, it's not my style unless there's something in particular that is so worth it to be like, I'm going there for this and that. And, you know, am I going to hit every table? No. Right. I don't, I don't want it. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's, um, it's all on how you play it, I think. And yeah. of course, there's always going to be animals that are like, oh, dude, yeah. we're tasting everything. <laughs> right. With the stacks <laughs> yeah. of, uh, you know, pretzels hanging yeah. off their neck, yeah. right? And Just then they're going to be in bed at like 530. <laughs> <laughs> so not my speed, but definitely a, a cool experience. Yeah. So the last one, I, to that point, the last one I attended was up in Danbury. And, you know, exactly what you said. You know, it was at the ice I arena. Remember, yeah. I think there were 30 or 40 breweries there, whatever the number was. But, you know, by the time you make it one way around the, uh, the ice arena, you're already Sloshed, yeah. right and I distinctively remember um, being smart enough to uh, to call an uber so I got an uber and um, probably like 15 minutes after I call my phone rings and I pick it up and I'm like who who is calling me <laughs> and who's uber yeah. looking for yeah, me because, yeah it's like outside. I'm waiting outside for you yeah uh, but but again you know I think I've I've come a long way in that that's similar to you not the uh, venue that I like to explore beer yeah, and I, I had an opportunity last winter. I was up in Worcester mm. for a string cheese show. Nice. And actually, no, not last winter. This past, the last show I had just gone to. Yeah. Whenever that was, like fall, November. Yeah. Beginning of November. 
And while we were up there that weekend, there was a beer festival at the DCU Center, ah. which is the, you know, that's, I mean, that's where the big venue for concerts or whatnot is. Right. We were going to a club, but Worcester's an area where you can really walk around. And my brother-in-law, the one who, who, who started my love for craft beer in the first place, was like, there's a beer festival. You know, I think the concerts we went to were a Friday night and a Saturday night, and the festival was on Saturday, and it started at like 11 in the morning and went until like 8 at night, and the concert was at like 8.30. Yeah. So he's like, dude, there's a beer festival <laughs> all day long on Saturday <laughs> at DCU. We can walk there from the hotel. So I was like, all right, look into it. Right. So he got back to me, and he's just like, they want 60 bucks a head to get in there. Yeah. He's like, and I see no breweries on there that any of us could care recognize. less about going to yeah. see. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, do you want to do that? Or do you want to go sit at Armsby Abbey? Or, right. you know, or like or like the um, the dive bar in Worcester, two places. Armsby Abbey, hands down, is the best brew pub I've ever been in in my entire life. That's awesome. Hands down. That's awesome. Short of, it's right up there with Worthy Burger and Worthy Kitchen yep. in Vermont. Yep. The the tap list in, in Armsby Abbey, they're not a brewery. I thought they were a brewery for the longest time. So they don't even brew any beer It's there. the number one gastro pub in the state of Massachusetts. It's in Worcester. That's you crazy. You would never know. It's in the middle of like, you know, Worcester. Yeah. Um, but, but... You know, that was the big thing. Do we want to go walk around DCU with all these breweries? Do we want to go to Armsley Abbey or the Dive Bar right. where their tap list is just going to be off the hook? Right. It's like, I'm going to that bar all yeah. day long. Yeah. Like, again, nothing wrong with going to Beer Fest. It depends what you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. That's what you're into. That makes a ton of sense. It's your priority. So I thought we'd get into, uh, you know, so do, do a little recap. Let's talk about what we were drinking this past week, which you were not no, drinking. No, I, I just finished my first, and I'm going to actually... Live on the podcast, walk to the beer fridge. Okay, he's and going over to the beer fridge. Going to the beer fridge. So while you're doing that, I'll talk a little bit about what I drank this past week. So I had um, I had Dosi Doe, um, which is out of No Worries Brewery. So it was a six point nine percent IPA. Um, I found it. Uh, I found it nice. Um, I think I probably gave it like a three point five. What do you want? Nice? Um, Sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I'm trying to get Brenner another beer too. What are we drinking there? Uh, yes, I'll go with Dogs and Boats. So that's one I drank a few weeks ago. Um, uh, I'll do all the same. So at a beard, so we can talk about it. Uh, but Dosi Do was one that I drank. So uh, that's a popular one. You've had Dosi Do before, right? Yeah, I've actually only ever had it on tap, but I okay. mean, yes, I've had it. Delicious beer. That was a good one. Um, let see this. what else. I've never had Dogs and Boats. I've had something else by them that I can't think of the name of. Hashtag No Filter? No, that's by Lives that's of by the Rich Hooker. and what is it? Uh... No, Hashtags of the Rich Oh, no, sorry. Hashtags of the Rich and Famous. That's sorry. I was, I got, uh, I'm going to look it up now because the one beard I had I really liked. Uh, not eight days a week. Keep, keep talking. I'm not trying to interrupt. So I here. also had out of... Um, out of Connecticut Valley Brewing Stargazer, which was an 8.1% New England IPA. So exactly what you would think you'd get, you know, it was hazy, definitely had that fruity flavor, but a very balanced uh, New England style IPA. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. That was the first time I've had it. Connecticut Valley, I've had a few out of them. Um, I also, in a trade, 
um, out of Sloop had a Pixie Dust, which was a 6% double dry hopped IPA. So, um, again, another like one of those. Of that. That's, that sounds good. The, the, the <laughs> Pixie Dust. Pixie that's Dust, That's a, yes. a great name for a beer. It was really good. Uh, I would say it had a mild kind of like hops aroma to it. Um, and it had a little bit of that funk that you would get out of like a, uh, a Kent Falls or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, that was an enjoyable beer that I had. So that's what I drank this past um, I drank week. A lo- I drank a lot of Vantage Seltzer out of, <laughs> out of Costco. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I couldn't be happier to be back because I, I, you know what? I'm happy I didn't have a beer for the four weeks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy I didn't. And there's a point of, of, of drinking hoppy beers where you get like palate fatigue. <clears throat> yeah. Where they they don't always they don't all taste the same, but it's just that pop that 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 Geo Bunny gave me tonight yeah. because I haven't had it in so long. It's almost like when you first get into them and you're like, "Wow, I want to yeah. try another one," yeah. you know, and you want to get into it. So that nice break, it was like a it was like a, a twenty eight day palate cleansing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, I like looking that, at it that way. That's 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 how I mean. I think I'm gonna use whole thirty or whole twenty five if you're Drew. <laughs> From now on, just to take little liver breaks. <laughs> the most I've gotten is whole ten. So yeah, uh, I did you, more you than you've ever done. <laughs> yeah. You basically doubled, a little over doubled the the the, the length of my um, whole thirty experience. So let's let's get into this dogs here. and boats from uh, Beard. So this is really popular. I've, I've you know seen a lot of people talking about this one. Uh, you had obviously heard about it. Uh, right. I think when I picked it up, you were like, "Hey, I've I've had this one before." So um, we'll take a sip here. It's got a nice fruity kind of hoppy uh, nose to it. Oh, that's it's so good. It's a great beer. It's got a nice balance to it. I mean, you you taste the double, right? Yeah. I mean, you taste yes. the double. It's it's a heavier mouth feel. You definitely have a little bit more of that booze aftertaste, but it is a nine percenter. Yeah. So this isn't a beer you're drinking a ton of, um, or you could. I mean, I don't care. But this is definitely more. It, it's lets you know you're drinking a beer. Yeah, I definitely think you get kind of that uh, that tartness, that citrus that comes from from a double, but it, it's not overwhelming. It's, it's almost like more it, of the oil, like it's yeah. it's not yeah. it's not the bright lemony orange citrus. It's the it's like the pith. Yeah. Like you still get the essence of it, right? But it's not it's not like fruit juice. Yeah. That's really good. And this is up in Stonington. Have you been to the uh I've never been before? actually the one time I've been to Stonington was before these guys existed there. That's right outside of Mystic. Oh, okay. So right. I was I, I've been up to Stonington a while back, but it was only to we we actually went to the Jonathan Edwards winery. Which is in Stonington. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but that was before these guys existed there. Huh. The one that I had that I um, I'm not, I I couldn't remember the name and I looked it up is the. This is from Beard. Yes. 
Uh, they have some funky names. Like I was like, yeah, I'm trying their names. To... I was like, what is going on? Yeah, here? they 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 check out my trapper keeper. Right, exactly. <laughs> Dogs, a Hobbit juice is by Hobbit them. juice. I've That's had that one. on tap before, um, but the one that do I... you think they're big uh, Lord of the Rings fans? Or yeah, what? right. Uh, who knows? I mean, maybe right. Um, one thing led to another. Precious. I'm, I can't know what I'm just uh, it'll come to you yeah I'm gonna I'm going through their list here and I'm like that's not it that's not it that's so we missed this on the last podcast but um, Two Roads had a big release last week oh you, you, you found it you like a de juice you like a de juice yes that uh, this one is which is a 4.25 out of 5 it's it's an IPA. It's it's a seven percent. Yeah. And it was was it delicious? Spectacular. That's crazy. Actually, do you remember where you had it? Or where you I had picked it? it up. I I picked it up at Bevmax. Oh okay. Um, so you found it. You just took a flyer on it, or what? Uh, well, I I I was sitting there. Actually, I went in there, and the second I saw some beard stuff, this was right next to it. Okay. And I knew of dogs and boats. Like I've never bought in cans of dogs and boats. I probably had one at, at a bar or whatnot. Yeah. Seeing just the beard. I for a while there, before beard got as big, and they were canning what they were. Yeah. To find dogs and boats or hobbit juice or any of those on tap was yeah. like Ooh, that was a big deal. Yeah. Like, I got to get this. It was a big deal. Yeah. So. Um, I was looking for hobbit juice, and when I saw that they had any beard, I got all fired up. Mm. But then I was like, "All right, dogs and boats, I know of. I've never heard of this one." Yep. And I think, <laughs> being a sucker for that juicy New England, yes, you like a de juice. So yeah. I was like, right, like I'm, oh, going, I'm going for it. I'm going for it." <laughs> and I think the fact that this is a nine-one percent, and nothing against drinking beers that are of that alcohol level, yeah. But this to me is if if it's a Friday night, yeah. And uh, I'm not worrying about waking up early or going for a run like our wives do yes. on Saturday morning at the track right. of dawn. Um, I might have three beers, yeah. whatever. I mean, I, I, it's certainly not a nightly thing. Right. I don't want to have three nine percent. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't. I kind of feel like with children. Yeah. And and a household to run versus yeah. being single. Yeah. These are things that that, that the responsible human has to factor into <laughs> yeah. his beer drinking you decisions. Should be able to wake up an adult in the So morning. yeah, the the you like it the juice I think was only like six and a half or seven, which isn't I mean it's not a Budweiser. Right, but, exactly. But it's still uh, over the course of hours easier to do that. And and it's one of those beers that I mean you get a four pack of that beer and you could have just sat there and just continued to sip on them because they were just that good yeah that's what so I'm... uh you like it the juice you like it the juice i want to i want to keep my eyes open for that yeah. uh, if i see that around so uh what's trending some stuff that's trending obviously a lot of uh there was a lot of news made around um igor's dream uh from two roads which is their uh it's they have a few different iterations of it they have like a rum barrel i want to say yep. they have a, a whiskey like a bourbon barrel or yep. a scotch barrel yep. it's their imperial stout imperial stout aged different ways right their release i believe was last saturday it was last saturday it was last saturday and it, it, it they, they looked like they had a really interesting um uh, way in which they did the release where you showed up there I want to say it was you 9 or 10 a.m. you bought the tickets and once you had a then ticket you go you have breakfast yeah, right. you and then you whatever. came back around 12 you had your ticket you turned it in you were able to pick up your bottles it was like a really simple process so that's on the bucket list for next year we definitely need to do absolutely. that absolutely um, I think that's really cool I think that later this month yeah 
we're going to be bringing a little bit of a treat to our listeners because Ooh. before you leave the yes. podcast studio yes. tonight, we have a calendar to look at because I have some dates for proposed. They're far enough out. Yep. I can plan. Yep. Maybe a venture. Yeah. A venture out to Ooh. to a brewery. Ooh, a venture. I yeah. Like this. Yeah. I'm thinking we 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 go out to like. We'll pick one. Pick one, pick three. We do a quick little tasting at at, at we 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 hit up the Derby area, yeah. right? Maybe we go OEC. We yeah. go Bad Sons. Yep. We go Black Hog. You know, we we cover three that are out there in the stores. Yep. But aren't the ones that people are like, dude, did you see the newest Black Hog? Exactly. I want to hit those. Yeah. I think those are the fun ones to 100%. go after. Fun fact. I don't know if you know this. You probably do. But Igor, you know who Igor is. I know the story, but share with our listeners. So Igor is is Igor Sikorsky. Yep. Uh, home to Sikorsky Helicopters yep. is Stratford. Yep. Or right off, right off yep. the Merritt. Stratford, there. Connecticut. Stratford, you see Connecticut. it when you pass yeah, the Merritt. Yeah, you, you pass right 15. by there. And uh, <clears throat> Igor Sikorsky is the inspiration behind Igor. Which is dream. cool. Now, is he a Russian? Oh, he was a big beer drinker. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Loved Imperial Stouts. <laughs> right, that's how it's going. Like, Russian Imperial yeah. Stouts? What's yeah. going on no, here? No, and that's what it is. It is a Russian Imperial Stout. But yeah, yeah, so but I, I found that interesting. I couldn't tell you uh, more than that. I just can tell you that Two Roads is in the same town as the headquarters to one of the biggest military, military producing helicopter companies. Yeah. So it was cool to see him release. It was cool to see friends and people I knew that were in line and posting on their, you know, Instagram stories and stuff as they were waiting in line. So that was really cool. I want to be a part of that next year. Um, What else is trending? Little Juicy. Still haven't had that. Okay. So I picked up one. I posted a review on the Instagram. Is it like Um, a single high? Is it basically like a lower alcohol content too juicy? Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's what it is. So So is it it a session or are we looking a little bit above? Like, is this a beer that's going to be in the market against your super sessions by Lawson's or your all day IPA by Founders? You know what it is, is I was having a conversation with a coworker uh, today and he was like, you know, I really want to get some little juicies to put into my fridge. Because last night I was drinking Sculpin's uh, six point uh, six point resin, and he was like, you know, I woke up this morning, and he he might, maybe he had you know two of them or three of them, but he's like, I woke up this morning and I just don't feel good. I got to go to work, right? So I'd love to have something that's just really drinkable, um, but that takes that edge off of you, you know, after coming home from a you know a Thursday right. uh, work and have a little juicy. You're um, you're you're leading me into a question right here. That's yeah. a great question. Yeah. If you're picking out of all the sessions, now I don't know what your your mm. experience in tasting sessions were. Yeah. What is your go to? Do you have a favorite? You know, an all day IPA by Founders yeah. or a little juicy or yeah. whatever it is. I can tell you that I think bar none, price point included, yeah. what my favorite session yeah. is is um, <laughs> it's the two roads one. Lil. Not Lawson's. No. Uh, now of course I'm an. I'm a complete asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> look it up. Yes, I have to look it up. I like, would say if you were to ask me yeah, which session. one it is, I would definitely have to go with the Lawson Super Session. But I'm not the type of person that would go for, you know, I, I kind of have two gears. When little, I'm heaven. Have, little Heaven. Little Heaven. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Little Heaven. 
I think that's got to be a step below Little Juicy because they're the same yeah. company, right? <clears throat> Let's look it up. What is um, Little Juicy? Why don't you pull it up there? I'm gonna so I'm saying, you know, I, I've kind of got two years on when I come home. I either want to go like, you know, I want to have dinner. And I think I've told you this. I don't like to drink with my meals. So I like to, you know, I, I look at a beer. If I'm going to have a beer at night... Uh, I'm going to have it after the meal. I'm sitting there with the wife. We've got a show on. Maybe we're watching the fire documentary. Uh, great story. My coworker was in Miami and couldn't get off to fire. Really? But he had tickets and was going, and his friends were actually there, and it was as bad as the documentary made it out to be. So uh, either we're watching that, you know, and I'm going to have a drink, and I, I, I'm one of two ways. Either I'm going like a double IPA or, or you know, a, 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 nice, a nice IPA, or I just want to have something interesting. So it might be Kent Falls 2019, right, where we're not trying to, you know, take the edge off. I just want to have a nice, delightful drink. So, um, but if you were to ask me my favorite session, I'd probably go with Lost in Super Session. Uh, that's probably would have been my go-to. That is a great beer. The one problem I have with it, yeah, and the only problem I have with yeah. it, not to sound vain, not to sound cheap, yeah, but when you're when you're looking at the grand scheme of of whether you want to call it business practice, whatever you want to call it, a four pack of of sip of sunshine these days when yeah. they first hit market, they were like. Thirteen ninety nine a four pack, yeah. maybe twelve ninety nine if you found a place. The price to the liquor stores for the most part was around eleven dollars. Yeah. Um, these days you see you see sip of sunshine four packs. You're spending fifteen to seventeen bucks for yeah. that four pack. Yep. Yeah. A six pack of the super sessions. Yeah. Fourteen dollars. Yeah. I, I I just I can't get around. If I'm going to drink a beer, yeah, even if it's you know that you know I, I'm not looking to get canned. I just want to enjoy a beer. Yeah. I can't spend fourteen dollars on a beer that that literally is just because I like the taste of hops, not because yeah, because it because not because of the alcohol content for, for a reason. Dollar per alcohol content exactly. That. That's what you're. Um, so looking up here real quick, you have your two juicy, which is around eight. Okay. Eight percent. Oh, well, your, I didn't know it was that high. Your well, little juicy, yeah, is like five two. Okay, there you go. And your little heaven is like four eight. All right, so you got the now, steps there. I think I think a twelve pack of little heaven. Yeah. Which I think is about sixteen seventeen bucks. Yeah. Twelve pack. Yeah. Bar none. I like it better than all day IPA. I'm not a yeah. big. I'm not that it, there's a problem with all day IPA. There's a purpose. There's a. If you're going to a concert in the summer. Yeah. Great beer to drink. Yeah. You know what I mean. But if I have the choice, little heaven all day long. I, I when it comes to the during the week beer. Yeah. Which I kind of try to stay away from. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Same. Um, I like to try to keep it dry Monday through Thursday. Yeah. Sometimes it's Monday through Wednesday. Yeah. Sometimes it's never. It depends on the week. Uh, you had a great, great quote earlier this week that if it makes you miserable, what was the, you gave a great quote. It was like, no, no, no diet should make you miserable. No. I think it was the point, right? But the well, same thing of like, if like you're miserable because you can't have a drink, go have a fucking drink. Yeah. I, I mean, like there's a difference between being miserable about not being able to have a glass of wine because you just had a rough day. Right. Or being miserable because you can't drink two bottles of wine. Right. There's a very big, there's a, yeah. you know, if you're miserable because you you can't get wasted right you have a, you have a, we, we gotta have a different conversation <laughs> right but like I, it was my wife right yeah. so my wife and i just to give you a little background here we did this whole 30 thing together 
And we, like maybe some of you, certainly like you, yeah. have children. Yeah. You actually have an additional one. Uh, you yes. have two, you have three. There are days where just the the process of parenting, <laughs> not even on a, a good or bad level, is just like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I just... So, I don't think there's anything in life, any diet especially. Yeah. There are things in life, maybe not a diet or a lifestyle change that's temporary that should restrict you to the point where you're like angry about yeah. it, right? Yeah. So so she had gotten to the point where she was like, "You know what? I'm, you know, and I and, and that's where the this is where the the quote came from where I was just like like I I'm 25 days in to a 30-day diet." Yeah. I got it. Like yeah. I'm not saying I I like but I get the the gist. I understand what they're getting at. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Like it's the weekend. I've had four weeks of work right. that are built up. Like I'm not gonna have a miserable weekend right. doing nothing. I'm gonna have a beer. I'm gonna have and, a beer. And I came home today after I went to the beer store on the way home, and I walked in the door with the brown bag and my two four packs, and Meg looked at me and she was like, "What? What's in the bag?" <laughs> and I was like, "Beer." <laughs> like, like. Not even like like I was crossing the line of joy yeah. versus happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Like just because it's something that that and and this is by no means is that you need alcohol to right. experience joy, but it's just it like, makes you, you happy. Know, it, 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 I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm looking forward to doing this podcast. I'm looking yeah. forward to cracking a beer. Yeah. In fact, the night before I started this pot this, this diet, yeah. We, we went out to dinner, right? That's right. We had a great Austin, dinner. Us and the wives went out to dinner, and we, we had like a fat Tuesday. Yeah. I, 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 had, a, I had an old-fashioned. Yeah. I had a beer. I yeah. went all out. And then it was like, whoosh, yep. throw the cap on it. That's right. So to come home tonight and just get excited about it, there's nothing in the world, I don't care what your scenario is, that you should be miserable over a diet. Yeah. Right? I agree Period. With that. I so, agree with that. But during the week, back to my original point here, my, my brother-in-law, the one again, who I always refer to... Yes. Um, who shall remain nameless. Yes. We'll call we'll him... We'll protect the innocent. We'll call podcast. him Steve. Steve. Oh, wow. Um, in talking to him, he's the one that, that... He's got a house in Vermont. He's yep. got a house in Massachusetts. So he's 20 minutes from Treehouse. And his Vermont house, he's like 20 minutes from every beer that you want That's out of fun. Vermont. Uh, on tap. That's awesome. And, you know, we have this conversation over and over where if you had a dogs and boats at 9.1% every night, you're essentially, it's like eating a Snickers bar. You're going to have gout. That's right, but you're going to have gout. You're going to have a distended belly. I don't care how much you're running. And he was just like, you know, the tall boy market versus the regular mm. size can really kind of had Nothing. an advantage that people didn't see until yeah. you got into this mode of where... Where Steve, yeah. quote unquote, was like, you know what? If I'm gonna have a beer, I'm gonna, I want to have one beer during the week. Yeah. Like one beer a night. If I'm gonna have a beer, I'm gonna have one. Yeah. But I want it to be a good beer. Yeah. And I want it to be a sixteen ounce. Yeah, exactly. So like, he he had messaged me back in the Gandhi Bot days and said, dude, I've been hearing a lot about Gandhi Bot. Can you get me a four pack so next time I come around with right. my family to visit, you know, I'll grab it from him. Yeah. Like, dude, absolutely, I'll find some. I found a four pack for him. I gave it to him, and he was like, they're small cans. And I was just like, what do you mean? And he's like, dude, all, like, heady, and all all of her tall boys, right? So he had gone back to Massachusetts, and it was a day or two later, and I talked to him, like, during the week, and I'm like, so what would you think of the Gandhi button? And he's like, dude, he's like, 
if I'm only having one beer, I right. want it to be 16 ounces. He's like, <laughs> if it's can't. only 12, he's I feel like I gotta have a second, second one. one. I was like, he's like, I'm gonna have it this weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, on back to your point, on a Friday, Saturday, yeah. nothing going on early in the morning. I want to relax and have a couple. I'm gonna have a couple. But yeah. during the week, you know, if you have two nine percenters on a Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, kind it's of gonna sucks. be tough. <laughs> it kind of sucks. That's crazy. Um, so what else is trending? So we got a little juicy this. Maple nipple has been trending. Has that been around for a bit? I hear a few people talking about that. I've seen I, some I had, so I don't know. I, I think that maple nipple is, it's so weird. Was, how many times can we say maple nipple? Let's just keep saying it. <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> Our kids will listen yes. to this one day. Um, well, it's out there now. Mm. Um, the, I feel like, and again, I don't know this. This is just an, an assumption. But I feel like it's a spinoff of, of a couple of the ways that Lawson used to do things. Like one of the things Lawson used to have way back before Sip of Sunshine was in cans. Yeah. You know, Double Sunshine was their original. They say that the difference between Double Sunshine, which was one of the originals he Isn't made it? in Warren, Vermont, and Sip of Sunshine are the same recipe, but one's Vermont water and one's Connecticut water. Uh, that's what they say. Right. Who knows if that's true. Wise tale. So I remember back in the day when Hetty was still like... What you got some yeah. Hetty Topper? We were up at Vermont at Steve's Vermont yeah. House, and he was like, "We're gonna do a tasting tonight." When we got there, and I'm like, "Yeah, what do you got?" And he had a can of fresh Hetty, nice. and he had a bottle of Double Sunshine from Lawson's. That's awesome. We did side by side, and Double Sunshine, hands down, to me was like, "Really?" Wow. Well, back in those days, and I'm sure still today, up in Warren, you can get like Fastins. It's called Fastins Maple Triple. And uh, okay. so he's been making, because a lot of the maple aspect is coming from Vermont syrup. Right. Right? Right. So I don't know that this maple nipple is not a spinoff of like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not were. saying it's it's like this recipe tweaked, but right. the genre of a, okay, well, he used to make a maple triple or a maple stout. So now you're taking an amber ale, which right. is what a maple nipple is, right. and... He's probably throwing some sort of, you know, local-ish Vermont maple, maple syrup, syrup into the mix somehow. Yeah. Now, the fact that it's canned, I don't know if it's made at Two Roads. We know the Sip of Sunshine is made at Two Roads. Yeah. It's brewed exclusively at Two yeah. Roads, right? Yeah. They, in fact, still bottle bombers of Sip of Sunshine that are only sold in Vermont. Really? But they're still made and bottled in Stratford. Uh, but you can't buy them in this. You can't buy them. Weird. You gotta go to like, yeah. So... And is the Lawson, <clears throat> the Lawson head brewer was the... Sean Lawson. Was at um, Alchemist before? Or no, no, no. Where no, was no, he? No, Hill no. Farmstead. No. No. Sean Lawson's so brewed by himself. He's you're always. thinking, you're thinking, so... I'm thinking Counterweight. The old head brewer of Magic Hat okay. is who started Fiddlehead. Oh, that's right. Okay. So right. He, he was the head brewer of Magic Hat, and when Magic Hat kind of... Went public or sold out or whatever. Yeah, whatever they kind of went mainstream. term you want to use. Yeah. And he pieced out. He started Fiddlehead in Burlington. 
So that that's so funny. So I think I I told you I think it was two years ago. My wife and I did a bed and breakfast in Burlington. Uh, so we spent a weekend there in February, which was very cold but still very cool. That's when you first started getting into this. Weird. That's when I first started getting in, and the bed and breakfast stocked mini fridges of Hetty Topper, Focal Banger, and Magic Hat. And I did not touch the Magic Hat at all. All we did all weekend was to drink the Focal Banger and the. Uh, and you the said Hedy when they Topper. drank it and you shut it and left the room, you came back. They it was filled. It was phenomenal. It's like a magic fridge. It, it was an unbelievable place. The Inn at Vermont, shout out to them. They were great, super hipster place, and uh, we're looking forward to going back there. So I, it's funny, like Magic Hat, one of their best beer that they ever made, and you can still find it. Most of the time now, you find it in one of their mix packs. Yeah, is High PA or oh, HIPAA? I don't know what you want to call it. H I P A. Yeah, and that was their one beer, as far as I'm concerned, that was like their standout, like. Which one doesn't belong? Wow. This is yeah. a great beer. Interesting. What was your first craft beer that you ever had that was like, you know, was it like Pete's well, Wicked Ale? You know, like... Well, craft beer, I mean, it would be Sam Adams, right? Because okay. they're still considered a craft. But I think... No, really... And and maybe I've had one, but it was not. I was not. Um, it was not in the realm of my, you know, awareness. But really, the first introduction was here in Ridgefield at Hoodoo's when you said, "Hey, they have sip, sip of sunshine so, I was on there. draft. I was that there. is gonna kick very soon. You better get yeah, it now." It did kick while we were having dinner. Um, I would say that was my first experience of wow, this is something special here. Well, that's it's funny because even today talking about you know let's you know as as much as we're what thirty seven mm-hmm. and thirty five yeah whatever you are there. Um, Ten years ago, I've never considered Sam Adams. Yeah. Like, granted, whatever you want to call it, they're technically a craft brewery. I've never considered them, like, a true craft brewery, sure. right? Magic Hat, I remember having in college. Yeah. I remember I went to some... I went. We were, I was home in Jersey. One of my friends went to Rutgers, and it was like, hey, you want to come down? I'm down here during, during winter break or yeah. whatever it was in my house. We're going to have a party. Come on down. And someone brought Magic Hat number nine. Yeah, yep. And I was like, oh, Magic, Magic Hat. That's Hat. that weird beer, you yeah. know? Before Dogfish. And I had that number nine. It was the first time I was ever like, dude, it's got like this fruity. It was... <laughs> so as much as Magic Hat is where they are today, they, I definitely keep... A, there's a little bit of them that I feel like, yeah, like you're going you're gonna to hold a spot in the whole like creation of my love <laughs> for the beer, right? Circus Boy, their wheat ale yeah. that they came out with. But when they used to have like four or five beers and then that new one, I remember being on Block Island. Yeah. Pre-kids. Yeah. My, my buddy Scott and his wife, Meg and I out there, and they had just come out with Lucky Cat. Yeah. Which was their black IPA. Yeah. And it was like, whoa. whoa and the place on, on Block Island had it on tap. It yeah. was, so there's something about Magic Cat. That was that they'll always kind of hold a a place close to me. Have you ever been to the brewery for Magic Hat? Yeah, no, I have not. Brewery of Magic Hat. Is where where like, is it? Where are it's they? in Burlington. Oh, they're in Burlington. But okay. it is like uh, it the the best way I can describe it is if you were to put the 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 acid trip version of Alice in Wonderland. Right, that's into you cross it with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and a beer brewery and that is Magic Hat. <laughs> oh, it is awesome. as it is their their tour is 
spiral staircases in this abstract in your face i mean it is a trip to to go there and it's almost as much of an amusement now yeah you know but they they are in the mecca epicenter yeah. of of, of this craft a bunch of the small local craft beer scene that's kind of put them off the map, but they're at a big enough level where they're right, still hanging matter. there. <clears throat> so it's funny. I mean, similar to, to your experience there, I think Sam Adams will always have a place in my heart, even though they're they're in that same genre of, yes, they're craft brew, but they're really, you know, they're... they're uh, if you have satellite breweries throughout yeah, the country, yeah, it's hard you to don't. play craft beer. But, but uh, again, pre-kids, wife and I did a trip to... We might not have been married yet. We did a, a trip to Boston... Stopped at Sam, and that was the first brewery tour we'd ever it's been on. It's a great tour. This is what hops are, right? This was like it was like learning that experience, and you know to be able to walk away and say I know a little bit more about beer and kind of awaken that curiosity around it was something I'll, I'll always enjoy. And uh, you know if I if you ask me kind of like what's a go to drinkable beer, yes, I get suckered into to Bud Light now and a bit, now and again. But if I want something different, I mean looking at like a Cold Snap from uh, Sam Adams. Or a their winter um, ale. Their winter, winter ale is a great beer, uh, right? Or, or getting a variety box, right, in the winter and having a few different things from Sam Adams. I mean, they'll all their chocolate box. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not a beer you want to drink four of, right? But it's almost like that ritualistic. All right, yeah. it's winter time. This it's is what cold. I should be drinking. I just shoveled the driveway. Yes, exactly. Or, you know, or whatever the case is. Yeah. I came in. I'm chilly. I want to warm up from the inside out. There's a nostalgic yeah. aspect to that beer. Absolutely. Um, the coolest brewery tour I've ever been on, as crazy as this sounds. Yeah. It's a brewery that no one's really ever heard of. I am sure you, some of you out there have. There was a brewery outside or out of Pennsylvania, northeast Scranton, in that area. Okay. They were actually out of Wilkes-Barre, called Stegmeyer. Mm. Stegmeyer used to make the 1957. They made. Pocono Lager. They made a bunch of, of beers that were very much kept to that area. Right. But one year, when Meg and I still lived out in that area, she was like, all right, it's your birthday weekend. We're going to go do a Stegmeyer tour. I got us like the 10 a.m. tour. Right. Great. Just the two of us and the guy. Yeah. Walking around the brewery. We're opening up the fermenters and tasting the beer in That's the stages. Awesome. Tasting the beer before it's carbonated and now after. That's like, awesome. we got, we literally, and I think part of the fact was that, you know, we were there at 1030 in the morning. There's two of us. Yeah, there's and, no one there. And, and, and essentially, it was a small enough brewery where we didn't have a tour guide. We had, like, a brewer showing us the, the, the deal. And then after the fact, in very mom-and-pop, like, you know, hobunk town fashion, the tasting room was essentially looked like someone's living room. Yeah. And you could have, like, I was like, all right, so what's the deal with samples? And the guy was like, yeah, whatever you want, whatever however you much you want. want. So it was literally like, Jesus, Meg, it's 12 o'clock. <laughs> you know, we got to stop or we got to call a cab, yeah. you know? But the whole concept of like, wow, like this is, that was the first right. brewery. And Experience I really walked brewery. around. Okay, so this is what it goes through just to get to where I can go to the liquor store and be like, yeah, give me some of that. Yep. You know? They also created Lion's Head, which you now can get in Connecticut. Interesting. And Lion's Head Brewery (laughs) 
Lion's beer was that college beer that it was like, dude, you got a lion's head. <laughs> but we look at it and we're like, how much did the case cost? $12. So you can get a 12-pack or a 15-pack of tall boy cans for under 10 bucks. That's insane. So yeah. it's that level, yeah. just to give That's you an what idea. We're talking about. And it is the level of beer that nobody goes out of their way to find unless you were in that area yeah. at some point in your life. Yeah. So when I saw lion's head in the can at... In Connecticut, you were like a warehouse wine. <laughs> I was like, "There's no doubt, I have to get this." So I got nostalgia sake. Fun fact: We had a friend come over who I work with who went to Penn State for school. Yeah, and I was like, "You want a beer?" And he's like, "Yeah, what do you got?" I opened my beer fridge. He's, he's like, like, "You, you have lion's head?" <laughs> and I was like, "You know what lion's head is. That is?" And he was like, "Dude, I haven't drank that since college." We drank like five of them because they're not high alcohol. Right. It's like just just chugging beer. Yeah, exactly. And he's sipping and he's like, "Dude, this is amazing." And Reminds I'm like, "I'm like, dude, it's nine dollars for like thirty of them." <laughs> he's some like, more. "He's like, I know. Like in college, it was a big deal to get a case of bottles of Lions yeah. for eight dollars. Like, but you know, you were drinking bottles. Stegmeier, Pocono Lager, Lions Head, all out of the same brewery. It was definitely one of the coolest, like formative." Wow, okay, yeah. I get it moments a in the beer brewing world. That's and, awesome. And uh, I like that. That's part of the thing. Like, I want to find some of those in Connecticut Yeah. that are the under the radar. Yeah. Like, the ones that nobody cares about, yeah. but you go there and the people behind the beer are so into it that you yeah. can't not get into it. Yeah, you that's can't get into it. I, I, That's fun for me. I have a feeling we haven't been there yet, but OEC, I have a feeling is going to be like that, right? Like, just people who are passionate around what they're doing because right? they're in that like niche market yeah they're right? in that sour market yeah. right um there are so many i mean even in just the short time that i've been diving into it i mean stubborn beauties um happy trees like that beer is just like such a good beer that i've never heard of no one's talking about right like so that i feel like we're gonna uncover these nummy nummy That's nummy nummy one. i love nummy nummy yeah I mean, they were going to uncover some some phenomenal beers that no one's talking about, so really excited about that. Um, any closing comments? We're, uh, we're, we're bumping up on time here. I, you think. know what? I'm bumping up on time, but I, these, this is a good time. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I could do this all This night. is a good show. Not very organized. We're not very organized. Which we is did, half the fun. It's right? half the fun. We're, 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 we're drinking. We're talking about Connecticut beers. Um, you know, if you want more organization, great. Let us know. We'll try to add it in. Hey, you know what? If you want more organization, get in touch with us, right? <laughs> send us an That's, email. I, I, Hit us up on touch. Instagram. Send us on Instagram. Say, hey, I got some thoughts and ideas. I, I like I've said. We're I, open to I, it. I want, I want the hate mail. Yes. I want the questions. We love hate mail. I want, if you need advice. Ask us. I don't, I mean, We're really good at giving advice. Yeah, we're not doctors, but we're no, going to give you some great advice. Yes. I mean, we are professional husbands. We're professionals. And we are semi-pro beer drinkers. Yeah, semi-pro. Semi-pro. I don't want to... Drew's I'm a not pro. trying to over-inflate myself. No, eh, I'm not. Uh, if I I'm were learning. a pro, then I would have the idea that I could never get better, and yeah. I'm learning every day. That's right. Right? That's right. I love so, it. But yeah, it. get in touch. That's my closing comment. Yeah, reach out to us. All right. Uh, until next week. Or... How do they get in touch with us? No. Oh, uh, how do you get in touch with us? TheMadHopper at gmail.com. That's mad with two Ds. You can also find us at MadHopper on Instagram. Look us up there. But, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to uh, to hearing from you. And uh, that picture of the CBS? 
Oh, yes. Is that's something coming com- there? That, that's coming in the next week or so. We're going to crack that open on the podcast. Stay tuned. Uh, We're looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Signing off. Uh, we'll, we'll chat to you soon. Later. Out. Bye.